the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. It's almost fascinating to watch. Almost fascinating. Day in and day out. January 6th, January 6th, linking Trump. You're not changing anyone's mind. You're solidifying exactly the suspicions of the people who refuse to believe there are that many stupid son of a dogs in this country to put this diaper wearing dimwit in office. That's all you're doing. You're not changing anyone's mind. And you could wheel out person that you're intimidating for tax evasion or God knows what, whatever wannabe gangster from the Republican side you want to. It doesn't change my mind. I know what happened. You shut down the account. You refuse to let us audit the election. And now, right now, today, as we speak, you're trying to solidify the cheating that put this dimwit in office. All right, let's talk about uh, being sued for our voter uh, ID law. Uh, Where do you think that's going? Well, we'll see in court. Mr. President, I mean, you've got to be kidding me. Everybody knows that you have to present voter ID. You have to be a citizen. You have to be a resident. And you should be alive on the day that you vote. In Arizona, we make it hard, if not impossible, to cheat and very easy to vote if you are a citizen. If the Biden administration wants to challenge that, we'll we'll see them in court. Because they are challenging. That's the Arizona governor. This administration, with this weathered embarrassment of humanity this whore this joke of a human being is trying to make it so that his constituents of mafia members can steal the elections in the midterm that's what's going on so you could keep running this scam and yeah keep showing rudy giuliani with his hair running down his face i don't care i don't need rudy giuliani i don't need the kraken i don't need anything i know what i saw You shut it down, the ballot harvesting, you legitimized fraud, and you refused to audit the example. And in the meantime, let's say, okay, fine, you stole the office. We all know what you did. Let's talk about how you're ruining the country. That's what I want to talk about because Biden is fungible. Doesn't really matter. It's the same of any Democrat mafia member. You people are scoundrels and frauds, and this is what the ramifications look like, regardless of who you got in. All you know how to do is fail. All you've ever done is lie. This is the fact. But you did put forward, arguably, the most prolific liar, and even your mafia. And uh, I'll never forget, we lived in a, a three-bedroom split-level home, like a lot of suburban areas developing in the early 50s, Lunchbox mid-50s. Joe. 
and there were, I think, 38, Irish 40 homes. And they were, and uh, we had four kids in the family and a grandpa living with us and mom and dad. Uh-huh. And the walls were thin. And All my right. dad, uh, you hear a lot one of the night old I men? could tell he was really restless. Slapping I could hear him. Women? And sort of a ba- not banging, but leaning banging. up against the wall. Easy. I thought Kamala Harris, room. we are not talking about her. Next morning, I asked my, my, my dad had an expression. He said, Joey, you never complain and never explain. Just get up. Just get up. You know, grown men shouldn't have names that end in a Y. No Joey, no Tommy. You sound like you're, uh, you know, you're like, like you're, you're Lenny from Mice and Men. Tell me about the rabbits, George. And I was wondering what was wrong. And I asked my mom. She said, the company says no pensions. No pensions. Now, wait a minute. So this is way back in the what, 40s, 50s? You know, when gas was at 29 cents a gallon? Way back then. And you mean your swindler, car salesman, rat bastard father was upset that his company didn't offer pensions? I remember you saying something else, too. And Dad, see, I could, see, I could feel my dad was restless. He moving. I could hear it in bed. And I asked the next morning, I asked my mom. It's a true story. I said, what, what's the matter with Dad, Mom? He said, he got bad news, honey. His company just said they're no longer going to pay for health insurance. Oh, I see. So you could insert... Whatever fascistic, corrupt policy, whatever you want, in the same story of your father slapping the old lady in a can, and then you overheard it from the other room, correct? And I was wondering what was wrong. And I asked my mom. She said, the company says no pensions. No pensions. Yeah, well, both your mother and father are rat bastard liars. What do you think about that, Joey? I think you're full of it. But... I think your whole party's in on the scam, because what is the scam really about? When this bill was moving through Congress, Republicans called it, called these pensions, quote, rat holes. That was their, no, that was a phrase on the floor, Reverend, rat holes. Who do they think they are? Who do they think you are, for God's sake? Well, I think you're rats, and I think I'm the exterminator, because you don't have pensions, you one percenters. You see, here's the crime syndicate of government employment, and that's the difference. You want to know who the real one percenters are? They're not the hardworking son of a guns that somehow managed to make a lot of money. They're the government mafia fat-ass union slobs who are telling you how justified it is to tax you in the name of a scheme of a lie. Because after all, they were good apparatchiks to the mafia. The vast majority, good, loyal, Democrat voting scoundrels. And now they hide behind this word, pensions. See, I think and I believe in true equality among the races, among everybody. You don't get to make more in your pension than I do in my real pension. Because if it can't pay you off on the investment that was supposed to happen, then I don't really give a rip. Just like you don't give a rip taking away our money to feed your fat asses. That's the difference. There is no government superiority. These are government supremacists. So they're going to tell you about how they have to print up money to pay them off. That party has to come to an end. And I feel the same about Social Security. You can't do it. You swindled the people so the deal's off. Give everybody back their money and go away. We'll take care of our own retirement because that's the only real equality. Otherwise, you're going to get this continued scam and scheme. And it'll be constantly perpetrated by the swindlers that are obvious in their swindle. The Democrats who are selling this economic cannibalism referred to as socialism, social engineering, Marxism, communism. I don't really give a rip what label you want to put on it. 
It's a scam. Now, why would they do it? Because the ones on the inside, they steal, front run the government spending, and they always have been. I wanted to ask you why you and your husband back in March of 2008 um, accepted and participated in a very large IPO deal from Visa. I don't know what your point is of your question. Is there some point that you want to make with that? Do you think it's all right for uh, a speaker uh, to accept uh, a very preferential and favorable uh, stock deal? You don't think it was a conflict of interest or had the appearance of a conflict of interest? No, it only has the appearance if you decide that you're going to have elaborate on a false premise. But it's not true, and that's that. I don't know. So all of this nonsense that they've been front-running isn't only because they know where the money bundlers are putting the so-called pension money and they're front-running it. It's because they know where the government spending policies are going and they front-run it. And then they sell out to the lobbyists of the spe- special interest companies and they get rich and their constituents don't care because they can lure them with this idea that all you need is in on this scam. You just come and work for the mafia. We'll make sure you have these things called pensions that they don't really exist, but we'll pay you just the way my old crooked used car salesman Pappy wanted to get paid. And then we're going to throw in a little insurance because you need that for nothing anyway. After all, most of you are obese and you are the problem with our health system. This is all a diversion from the real swindle. You're stealing the lifeblood of our society. You've just given away strategic oil, 5 million barrels, to the Chinese Communist Party. Maybe that's why they gave you and your crack-smoking son 31 million. It's got to be a reason. We know why the Ukrainian oligarchs did. You gave them a bunch of weapons and money that nobody has any oversight over. But do you think it's possible that your plan just is not popular with the American people right now? I don't think it's that our plan is not popular with the American people. We know that the American people are feeling um, the high cost. We understand what they are feeling. I, you know why you're feeling it, right? Because at every turn, they're stabbing the real people, the ordinary man and woman in the back. And they're enriching those communists, those oligarchs that bribed them. Why is there a voicemail of the president talking to his son about his overseas business dealings if the president has said he's never spoken to his son about his overseas business? Because he's a liar. It's in the genes. After all, you just heard his pappy and his mommy lying through their teeth. And it's why all of our policies are enriching those countries and those oligarchs that bribed this Irish gypsy. That's why. It's a simple answer. It has nothing to do with fact, with economics, with Americanism. In fact, what you have here is someone who is driving the policies like he stole them. Because he did. Now the question is, are you going to let him steal the next election? All right, let's talk about uh, being sued for our voter uh, ID law. Uh, Where do you think that's going? Well, The American government, led by the Democrat mafia, is suing states that want to implement voter security and integrity to the country. Why? Because they are the mafia that's built on fraud and lies. So for one day that this rat has stolen the office, today's the day his face is exactly that of the Democrats. Not just because it's Botoxed with the phony hair sewed into his skull, but because that's the face of a pathological fraud. 312. 642-5600.
Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. January 6th committees. How much longer do you have to burn our money? You're not changing any minds. You're just solidifying the suspicions. And you're running cover for what the real goal is. Sue the states that know you're scum. Sue the states that know there's no Democratic Party. There's just a mafia of the Republicans. And then we got our own problems in the Republican Party. Oh, but we do. We've got a lot of social engineering profiteers, corrupt rats, too. Those are mostly the ones that get in on the bipartisans. Those are the Liz Cheney's. I thought that look on her face was just because of the thigh rash. And then there's the Adam Kinzinger's. What did you do, punk? You went there 12 years ago to curb spending and rip out Obamacare. What have you been doing, punk? What's your net worth? Where'd you get the money? You make 175 grand a year. How are you worth millions? How? Because you, I can't feel my face, post-op Pelosi and AOC. We just found out she didn't pay her taxes from five years ago. Huh. Funny thing about taxes. Whatever happened to uh, the fat reverend who lost all the weight? He now looks like a taffy apple. He's got the show on uh, MSNBC. What's his name there? Sharpton? What do you owe? A few million dollars? What happened to his IRS debt? The IRS, they're about the people, right? Between now and November, the president still is confident that that he's able to to fairly and and you know without bias you know do the things that a that the IRS does objectively. Look again, I'm going to say does objectively, does objectively. I don't think that's what they do. What they do is extort the people who earn money so that they bend knee to the organized syndicate called the government. That's what they do. This is all simple. We don't even need the IRS. Everybody pays the same. What do you say about that, dummy? But then you wouldn't get your Al Sharptons. You wouldn't get your companies that are able to bribe the Pelosi's and the Adam Kinzingers, the kickbacks and the money laundering. And And who's the bad guy? The guy earning money, right? IRS. It's a Gestapo of extortion put up against anybody who points out exactly what this government is. Corrupt and lying and manipulative, coercing the people with policies and extortion. And the Biden administration has been thinking boldly as well about this. I want to share a little bit about what we are doing. Um, The agenda for uh, climate is facing headwinds, given what we are seeing right now with respect to the, you know, the crimp in oil supply and the price of gas. Obviously, that is a, a you got everybody right where they want them on the verge of bankruptcy. And what's your solution? Raise the credit card costs and debt service to people who are hanging on by the skin of their teeth. This is the exact policy they want. And then when all else fails, you know who you got to turn to. Your abuser. Hey guys, it's your girl Shalane. I'm back today with another video. In today's video, we're going to be discussing the emergency allotment for the month of August. We're also going to talk about $391 summer pandemic EBT, $450 TAN F, and school meal changes that are coming in 2022. So what inflation? Just give everybody on welfare $750 extra to offset the problem. Vote Democrat. Remember to vote. I see what you're doing. You're not fooling anybody. And I don't just mean because you got doll hair sewn in your head and implants like Nancy Pelosi. They are aging terribly implants, don't they? I thought they were supposed to say perky. Not so much perky on Nancy. Pete, Wilmot. 
Hey, Sean, how are you? Good. Hey, listen, uh, I just want to make a little correction. When you talked about that, Brittany Griner, she's getting the attention, yes, because she's a basketball star, I guess. I don't watch the WNBA. However, you forgot to leave out the LGBTQ. If she wasn't that, I don't think they would have paid any attention to her. Well, she uh, does fit the format the of most of the people in their uh, in their cabinet. I mean, I can't figure out for the life yeah, of me right. why this uh, KJP, right. the dumbest spokes idiot I've ever seen. You could say a lot of things yeah. about Pippi Lystocking, but she wasn't stupid. It's, it's, this girl's a moron. It's a joke. Yeah. Hey, listen, um, one more thing. With uh, Bailey running for governor of Illinois, I know it's an uphill climb for the guy. Um, if he would attack Pritzker and hit the uh, the black community on the south and the west side of Chicago and hit it hard and talk to them saying, hey, look, I'm going to stop this, I think he might have a shot at taking Pritzker down because I think downstate he's going to get more votes uh, than Pritzker. I think it's Chicago he needs to focus in on, and it's the south and the west side. Our racist governor, I have yet to see him show up and give a press conference, Sean, about the 50 people who got shot last week and the 80 who got shot a year ago and the 20 or 30 who get shot every weekend. But when it happens in an affluent suburb, yep. he's there. And, and uh, what's her name? Um, was it? Um, well, those are his, the, his campaign contributors. That's why they rank right, his attention. Exactly. I think this is a and wonderful the, opportunity. I just, you want to know something too, Peter? I want to figure out why we have to talk about each other by our race. I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to do that anymore because well, with this kind of corruption and this kind of failure, it affects everybody, everybody. And at this point, That's you need to communicate part. that. I've got a clip, Peter, that you just allowed me to segue to. And this clip is about a fellow entrepreneur. I don't really care what genitalia they have, and I don't care what race they are. Because when you put your courage, your dignity, when you put your work ethic up and you decide to be a business owner, an entrepreneur, and not be part of the problem, but be part of the solution, not just for you and your family, but for society in general, that's what a small business owner is to me. That's what it is to everybody. That's what it used to be in this country. That's why there were so many of them. And everybody feels the crunch under this corrupt, incompetent, political whore, mafia boss. Some call president. Inside Wendy's House of Soul. Coming up on two years in August that we've been here. The smell of soul food and a few signature dishes fill the air. The nanny is the number one seller, named after my grandmother. Greens, fried chicken, and macaroni and cheese. A fixture at the restaurant, among others. So we're known for the soul roll, the caramel cake, and the Kool-Aid. The soul roll is our version of a sold-out egg roll, so it has all our home recipes on the inside. And for that perfect recipe, it's finding the right ingredients. <laughs> Everything's getting expensive, and things are getting harder to find. Some things can be improvised, while others can't. You have to just bite the bullet and buy it. Like, I can't improvise on soul sauce. Forcing the business. She's going bankrupt. Does it matter what race she is? What does that do to the area? What does that do to the future? What does that do to that family? And it's all because of this administration. So I don't want to talk about each other the way the mafia wants us to talk about each other. What we need to do is point out exactly what we're dealing with. And we are dealing with mafia. We are dealing with self-aggrandizing, self-enriching, corrupt people of all races, of all genders, but of one philosophy, the philosophy of social engineering in the name of their superiority. This is us against government supremacists.
And American citizens need to figure that out and wake up. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. James Kahn dead. Love James Kahn. Love him. But you know what? James Kahn was too good to see what this corrupt bastard has done to America. It's a good time to check out for James Kahn. After all, would his money have held up under inflation? You know, to listen to these idiots, like KJP. What the hell's her name? I don't even know her name. If Karine Jean-Pierre. She looks like Sideshow Bob, and she's as dumb as they come. It's despicable to hear her describe inflation, which destroys the ordinary American. It eats away at the value of our assets, unless, of course, you're in the the proper assets. But the ordinary family, the ordinary person, if you're in real estate in Illinois, you're getting killed. Inflation isn't bringing up the values. It's nonsense. So it all depends where you are. Are you strategic enough? This is the kind of thing that erodes the wealth of every American. When you look at inflation, when we look at where we are economically, and we are in a strong, uh, we are stronger economically than we have been uh, in history. There has never been as much debt by citizens and businesses ever in the history of money in America. The defaults are parabolic. Every day, more and more delinquencies, more and more people are getting dragged into bankruptcy. And this idiot, who doesn't know Dung from Shinola, is telling you it's good for you and we're in a better position? I wonder if you're in a better position for those people that have to go pawn their antiques from their great-grandmother to put food on the table. You know, it's funny. I was just asking Squirrel Hands, what's gas in, in Chicago? It's 602? You know what it is down here in Florida? 416. Why? Democrats. That's why. They're going to relieve themselves in your ear and tell you it's raining. Jane in Rockford isn't buying it. Hi, Jane. Hi, Sean. Boy, I, I have to tell you, I'm so glad I found your you on the radio. Um, I am too. After Rush died, there's just been nothing worth listening to. And so you've brought some, some of that back to, to talk radio. So thank, thank you. you for that compliment. Um, Thank you. I, I wanted to just speak to, um, you know, small businesses and what, what this current economic situation is doing to them. My husband and I have owned a business for 40 plus years, um, and it just broke my heart today to read on Facebook a, another small business who's closing their doors after only three short years. You know, opened the business in 2019. Um, they, they did is what this woman posted. And they're, they're closing at the end of the month, um, breaking their hearts because they just can't do it. They've tried every single thing to hang on, to make things work. They've, you know, worked seven days a week, cut their staff. You know, they, they've sacrificed time from families. And that's exactly what my husband and I have done as well. Uh, but they can't keep up. You know, when she commented that when she opened the business in 2019, minimum wage was eight twenty five an hour. It's now $12 an hour. Three short like years later, it's gone up to $12 an hour, and it's going to go to 13 in January. And as she said, a dollar every year until it gets 15 max. You know, they can't keep up. They can't, we, they, we, they, we as small businesses cannot continue to raise prices. You know, we own a candy store. You know, at some point, people are going to say, well, I don't need candy to live. And exactly. So they don't buy it. 
Exactly. And, and this is the problem. As inflation goes up, the, the, the small businesses that will go by the wayside because income that would be diverted to maybe not necessities, but to wants right. will, will, will go back to necessities. And this is the ebb and flow and the velocity of money that every elected bureaucrat doesn't understand. And I mean every one of them. They're obviously yeah. morons. And the ones that we send there that pretend to make things better, they're Adam Kinzinger, that crooked bastard. And, and you know, this is the problem in the system. That's why it's not, you know, Jane, when you think about this, that's an Illinois-specific problem. They don't do that Mm -hmm. here in Florida. They don't have, they wouldn't have the audacity to tell a business person what to pay their minimum, which means they're non-important workers. But those people can be important. If they show a value to the entrepreneur, he should get to decide that the arrangement of pay has nothing to do with government. But, you know, Jane, this is what people are missing. They're not doing this because they're magnanimous. They're doing this because it ups the revenue to government and it, it guarantees a lack of competition and strengthens the corrupt labor extortion mafia called unions. The only reason you have a minimum wage is because unions bribe politicians to put one in. And that yeah. in there lies the, the the scandal and the scam. But people get dragged off. Oh, the government's helping the minimum workers. They make up a fraction of employment, but they make up important employment to small business. Now you guarantee the destruction of that. And that's why, Jane, listen, these people who are doing this, they could claim to be idiot, and I could call them Lenny from Mice and Men, and they are stupid. But the other thing is they're diabolical. They know exactly yeah. what this is doing. They don't give a rip yeah. if you go out of business because now you're just another name that will eventually have to turn to them for sustenance. And when that happens, they know your loyalty will be to that corruption. And in there yeah. is our major problem. And that's why you can't get ghettos back. You know, these yeah. neighborhoods yeah. in Chicago, they were never like this. They were never this bad. There was no, you know, who owned all the businesses in all of these neighborhoods? People of minority races. They owned all small yeah. businesses. Where are they? They're out of business. They can't figure out why. I can figure out why. The government put them out of business, and then they paid them to stay on the welfare system. And then they corrupted them and stupefied them. And now they don't even know. They're kids who are morons themselves. The government pays $28,000 per pupil, and those are the pupils that are shooting up the damn neighborhood. It is a snake eating its tail, and that is what government-run societies look like. It's a shame, Jane. Stay strong. Okay, one last thing, Sean, if, if I can. Go right ahead. I, I was just, you know, you, you kind of said what I was going to close with and that this is all being done on purpose. The destru- destruction of our, our country is all on purpose. Yeah. And I, every patriot, every God-loving American should be pissed as hell, and I am. And I, 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 I just it. wish that we could um, end it. So, But thank you, Sean. You're, you're the light in my day thank every you, day. Jane. Thank you, Jane. You're mad as hell and you're not going to take it. Well, then, you know, my answer is abandon ship. Let Illinois feast on its own corruption, its own stupidity, its own the idea that you have that fat bastard governor. And are there enough people on welfare to keep him in? I think there are. I don't think that he's going to get thrown out. If he doesn't get thrown out now, he'll never get thrown out. After all, how did he get in? He's on how many hours of tape with the corrupt scum Rod Blagojevich, who's embraced by how many Republicans? Instead of identified to anybody that talked on the phone with that piece of garbage about carving up political power, should be disqualified from everything. Instead, J.B. Pritzker has a long, long future in the Democrat mafia. In fact, I hear that that fat slob is going to run for president. (laughs) Hopefully the rest of the country sees him for the punchline he is.
the pansy, the trust fund baby, the incompetent, corrupt scum that he is. Only in these places that are inhabited and ruled by Democrat mafias can he be a political figure instead of just a punchline. 312-642-5600. I hope you saved room for dessert. <laughs> this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. So I get a lot of text messages during the break. And I know it's not easy to move. I mean, are you forgetting I'm half Italian? In fact, my wife's family, they, they all live within three blocks of each other. Nobody wants to move, and they all live for each other. There's only one member where the husband said, listen, you come here, dummy, and he moved them to Georgia. In fact, it's their daughter's birthday today, Victoria. Happy birthday, Vic. And those people have a quality of life that the rest of the family is in awe of. Why? Because Georgia's utopia? No. Because it is a properly run state without organized syndicates posing as government. They don't have all this nonsense. Pensions and O'Hare Airport and the Jane Byrne and every other Democrat money laundering scam. There's a right way to do things and a wrong way. Instead of this country doing the right way, they exported the crime syndicate of the Democrat Party to Washington, D.C. And now this creature from the lagoon, this pretend president, is just a figurehead for the organized syndicate that is the Democrat mafia. Trucker Dave. Sean, how you doing? Good, how are you? Um, love the show, as always. You're spot on. Thank you, brother. Just wanted to talk about the state of the trucking industry. to fill up your tank with diesel. The AB5 law just passed in California, abolishing the the ability to be an owner-operator. And the insane amount of trucking companies... Dave, hold on. Let's not glaze over this, because you're in the business, you're assuming people understand. So the syndicate of unionized truckers has a big enemy, and that syndicate... The big enemy to the syndicate is the independent trucker. So these syndicate-run states, like California, now made it illegal to be an independent trucker. Is that what I am to understand? 100%, yes. You, can, you, cannot be, you cannot own your own truck and lease onto a company. You have to be an employee because something about it was started with the Uber and Lyft drivers, and now they've found yeah. a way to wedge us out. Are, is there, please uh, tell then, me there's enough independent truckers to shut that son of a gun down and let those scumbags feast on their own failure. Is there? Well, I mean, I'd like to think there is, Sean, if the truckers you know, got together. I think if the whole country got together and you just stop working, stop contributing to yes. the system for 10 days, everything would go our way. I don't think the American people really realize how much power that we have. But we continue to work in the system, which creates profit for them, and we don't do anything, so they think that everything is okay and acceptable. If, we, if the country would just stop and come together for one week, ten days, maybe even two weeks, this entire yeah. country and economy well, it's would funny. do an about-face. That and, and, and killing people and blowing up cars is how the unions gain their strength when they... You know, back then there were there were guys that were actually tough rather than these fat ass pansies they now have in the unions. But there's also another 100%. reason that trucking there's also another reason that trucking is in the position it's in, and I'll never forget it. It goes back three and a half months, so there's not a Democrat in the country that can remember that long. 
My name is Shamit Konar. I'm the Chief Executive Officer for Pilot Flying J. We operate the largest network of travel centers in the United States, serving the U.S. trucking industry and four-wheel customers. We currently account for approximately 20% of the country's highway, or as we call it, over-the-road diesel supply, 20%, as well as 30% of the diesel exhaust fluid supply, also known as DEF. Similar to my colleagues here, Pilot is facing a threat of severe reduction in rail service allocations. For Pilot, the service reduction allocations are being imposed by the Union Pacific Railroad. On April 13th, we were informed by the Union Pacific that we were required to reduce shipments by 26%. In subsequent conversations, we were asked to reduce them even further by 50% or face embargoes. He wasn't asked. He was forced and extorted by the government. That trucker, Dave, is why gas is $1,400 to fill up. The government induced this problem, and now they're profiting as their mafia unions are clamping down in the Democrat mafia states. Let them get what they deserve. In the meantime, Trucker Dave, you come down here to Florida because I like my food, and I like it fresh. Dave, thanks for calling the show. 312. Six four two. I can't believe it's the end of this segment. I don't have time for one more call. This is the fastest damn show on radio. I'll be back after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me. Randy Cohen is the owner of Royal Pawn Shop in Chicago and the star of True TV's Hardcore Pawn Chicago. I uh, read a story and then we saw the interviews of people that are now forced to pawning their heirlooms in order to fend off the uh, feudalism of Bidenomics. I wanted to get Randy on to discuss what he's seen in the economy. Randy, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm aggravated, Randy, because I see what happens in this kind of economy, and I remember what it's like to struggle monthly to pay bills, and you realize how many good people are forced into doing things they wouldn't ordinarily do, like pawn antiques from their grandmother. And I, I, I mean, I love that you know there's services out there that can make them capitalize on some of this stuff. But are you seeing a trend in uh, customers you would have never ordinarily seen? Unbelievable. Yeah, business now is up about 80, 90%, and probably more than 100% because now they're coming in with pawn for gas, for food, for everything. I mean, you have no idea the economy. It sucks. It's really falling apart. And I see it like I've never seen it. Like in the last two weeks, it's like even worse now than before. You know what I mean? And that's why I wanted you on because, you know, you, all you see are these political whores put lipstick on this pig. And I don't just mean Kamala oh. Harris put lipstick on this pig of an economy they have. And, you know, when you're in your we, listen, you provide a service that's essential to poor people, really. Now it's just 
heartbreaking. And I know, it, you know, hey, business is up. It's great. It but I also know it's too. breaking your heart. It does. You know, when you see someone coming without shoes and they have no money to eat, I literally give them gift cards. I give them, I'll give them a $5 gift card to them go get McDonald's. I have them laying around here. I feel oh. some of these people, and they're mentally, there's some of them are just, they're just mentally retarded. They feel bad for them. You got to have a heart. In this business that's hard, I do have a heart. And I see stuff that I've never seen in my life. That It's just, I have people who, and you can go get a job. It's just some of these people just can't work. And, and you just can't make ends meet. Things are so high. Like gas, what is it, $6 a, a gallon? Yeah. You've got groceries to buy stuff. If you want to go, go to McDonald's and try to get a meal for less than $10. You can't. Now, Randy, just so a few high. years ago, I'm guessing your business was hurting. No, it was never really. They had the FPP money. It wasn't hurting, but I'm going to tell you something. Now they're pointing their soul. Literally, they're, they're pointing anything they can get a hold of. I mean, I'm talking about their mother's jewelry. They're anything they can borrow to take, get by with. And, are and the, are the you, people that come in, are they aware of who's to blame for this? I'm curious to know. Did they come in and are they just you disgusted with the circumstances? Or do they understand things have changed abruptly because policies have changed abruptly? I, I just think they're just sick of what's going on here. I mean, the crime and everything. Everything is just terrible. It's getting bad out here. So one thing it's I like about you. It's getting worse. One thing I like about you is you're an expert in gold. You're an expert in silver. Oh, yeah. These are, um, you know, as, as, as from the finance world, these are obviously staples that are historically inflation protectors or inflation hedges. There has been a Well, they usually are. They usually yeah. are, but they've been falling a little bit. Like, the metal's been actually falling. i never seen nothing like this. That's what I'm I want to you. We're heading about. for something. Yeah. Well, the reason I think they are, and I'm curious to know what you think, there is a fine that not a lot of people are talking about. It happened about two and a half weeks ago. And it was in Uganda. And it's a mining company in Uganda that stumbled onto a vein that they estimate is $14 trillion in gold. Trillion with a T. This is the kind of find that can change the historic hedges that people have been, you know, rightfully so, went into predicting inflation. So you could get a double whammy of inflation hedges that aren't really like owning real estate in Chicago. It's not really an inflation hedge. It's more of a liability if the gold market plummets, that's destruction and depression era, is it not? It definitely is. Yeah. I mean, in all, I, I, it's just it's crazy what's going on. I just can't, I can't figure things out. Gold's down, going down a little bit. Everything's going down, and, and the prices are going up. Hey, now you've been in business how long? I mean, I I know you're there since. I've been over here fifty years. Fifty yeah. years I've been doing this. I can't figure this one out. How's that? Let me ask you this. I'm a smart guy. No, I know you are. That's why I wanted John. Here's the other thing I I, want to ask you. With every other liability cost you're facing, with the manipulation, Mm -hmm. now government tells you what you pay your people and all the rest of it. Are you thinking about closing? No, no, absolutely not. Okay. I own the property here, but I'll tell you what, my taxes just went through the roof. Everything, everything's ridiculous. But do you think that there are businesses that have been in business as long as you that maybe not, you know, because the reality is as things get bad, you actually will have opportunities that normal businesses won't have. Are you seeing, are there, is there anybody else within a mile of you that's been in business for any length of time? Yeah, I see a lot of places that close. I mean, I know jewelers are closing. I've seen it. They're just, they said, you know, they can't do it anymore. They can't make money. 
things are just so up and down, you can't buy nothing. And then they go sell it. No one's really buying too much. You know what I mean? I have a big inventory like I've never had in my life of Rolexes. I literally have more Rolexes now than I've ever had since I've been in business. I got diamond rings. I got engagement rings. I never had this stuff. Well, I've had them, but I never had this many of an inventory. So that's, and that's what I predict. People who wouldn't go broke. You know, there's, there's a thing out there that uh, shows you the delinquencies of debt. And what it does is it adds up the debt of not necessarily low-income people, but middle-income and high-income. No, right, middle. I see more middle than I've ever seen. I think they're, they're, they're living way over their means. Not even that. It's just things are so high. You know, you, know, you, go, the, you go fill up your car, it's 150 For the last 25 years, now you've been around a long time. For the last 25 right. years, everybody and their brother was telling people, go and take that. Go ahead. It's never been cheaper. Take that, take that, take that. Now you got the government raising the cost of that debt at a time it's never been higher. You're seeing classes separate. There's only going to be rich and poor. I think you're right. That's exactly it. Yeah, it's because if you don't have money, you're you're going to be broke. I mean, it's, it's the, really the rich are going to survive, and the poor or the middle class are going to go broke. I had a caller that, that was on the. I had a caller that was on the line. A seventy-year-old man driving a truck for 52 years now. He's wow. going to retire, can't retire. That's the other side of the coin. Yeah, Are you seeing people just come in and just say, hey, can they you get me, me to work? What you just said to me, I hear that more and more every day. I can't afford to retire. I mean, what would I do? I, have enough, I don't have enough money. Randy, let's give, you a, uh, give us the address for those guys out there who have those government jobs and want to buy those Rolexes at fair prices. Where can they go, Randy? 428 South Clark, Clark and Congress, right across the street from the, actually, I had to be Wells now, uh, right across the street from the federal penitentiary. Really? Do you have bulletproof windows yeah. or are you just risking it? You want to know something? I have bulletproof windows. Yes, <laughs> I do. And I have, I really do. When I got looted two years ago, I had to change everything. I have bullet, resi- bullet resistant, bulletproof, whatever you want to say. Will you escort me from the car to the store? Because, you know, I don't want to take one in the noggin. Don't worry, we have armed security. All right, very good. Just tell him I'm the good guy. Okay. All right. Randy Cohen, I so appreciate what you do, and I appreciate your perspective, which is really, yeah. you know, as an asset to I poor people you are, I know I it's heartbreaking to see more and more people come in your store at Royal Pawn Shop yeah. in Chicago. Thank you, Randy, for joining me. I truly appreciate You're welcome. it. Thank you very much for having me. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, in the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. When I was a kid, all I wanted was a Rolex. Then I realized Rolexes are for showing off. Brightlings are for telling time. Rhonda! Western Suburbs. How are you, Rhonda? I love the name. Okay, and you? Splendid. Good. Okay, I just wanted to kind of diddle with the caller set a couple callers back where if we'd all stop buying everything for about 10 days. Yeah. What an impact do you think it would be if we all just did it for one day? Everybody. Just froze up. Just shut her down. I think... Rhonda, I think it would have had a bigger effect when you and I were young and the government didn't fund the lie. Got to remember, since 2008, they kick out that money. 
doesn't really depend on us the way it used to. So your your You're plan right. would work in a fundamental capitalist economy of America that that worked on the actual velocity of private sector money. Our government doesn't work on that anymore. In fact, they could kick out money to anybody they want. There's a there's a market that happens in the middle of the night that frauds the 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 uh, fractional lending called reverse repo. Just a made up system. They're borrowing 16, 14, 12, 6, whatever trillion dollar amount they need to their their cartel of bankers. It does they don't need us anymore, babe. I wish they did, Rhonda, because that would be something. But it, it's gonna take yeah. it's gonna take another action that I think has has velocity. Thank you, by the way, for the call, Rhonda. It's going to take something that we've been buying of fraud that's been perpetrated on the American people called payroll taxes. Let me explain something. Of course you're supposed to pay taxes. Everybody has to pay taxes. It's only what's right. Unless, of course, you're AOC. She doesn't pay her taxes, along with Al Sharpton. But the notion that an emergency executive order and rule of taxes coming out of your paycheck day to day, that was only supposed to be after World War II for a very fixed period of time. That has been extended by Congresses, both Republican and Democrat. The way that you're going to change things is by going back to the principles of propertyism. Your pay is your property. You are not just a slave to this banking fraud called a government now. You're not. This is a rule that they implemented after World War II, yet it's still there. Why? Why? Why is there forced participation in their other Ponzi scheme that doesn't exist called Social Security? That is a lie. That is a tax. It should only be something that you voluntarily enter into. And if you want to, bully for you. But if you don't, don't steal my money and don't steal my company's money. See, the way you rip out this atrocity that goes under the name of socialism, but, or socialism, which is really cannibalism of the economy, is to rip it out the corrupt way it was implemented. None of this is constitutional. You don't get to take my money and then you give me a fraction back and I say thank you. Thank you, master. Not in this country, Jack. You get back over to that Limeyville, Britain, where they're uh, celebrating that scumbag that retired. You go back to another totalitarian hellhole instead of building one here. Now, you've done it in your Democrat-run sewers like Chicago and Illinois, New York, New Jersey, California. But it's unconstitutional. All of your schemes... Of your corruption is, even though you idiots pretend it's not. And by the way, my son Hunter and daughter-in-law are here. Which daughter-in-law? The daughter-in-law he was married to, that he slept with all the whores with, had kids with, his original one, or your other son that died and Hunter was banging her? Which daughter-in-law? Be specific because your family tree looks like a gypsy ornament, you scoundrel. Kevin, Austin, Texas. Hey, Sean, I was calling, uh, talking about the economy. I spoke with a friend of mine the other day. They had a uh, Mary Maids franchise. You know, uh-huh. they had like three or four cars sending people out to cl- uh, clean homes and stuff like that. They had to close the business. First, it started out people who were getting their home clean once a week started going out, to, you know, once every two weeks, once a month. And then so nobody was paying that extra money to get their house clean. Uh, and then the other thing was they couldn't find anybody, uh, any good help. Because they would go in 
work for a day or two. They could claim, oh, okay, I tried looking for work, and then they would she would get a form the next day filing for unemployment. Yeah. Uh, I've got, know, a, I've got a clip that I played last week, or I don't know if you heard it. It was some guy who worked for an employment agency. He would just go to work for a company, then file a lawsuit of discrimination against him, and he did it. That was his theme. Every time he'd get a settlement for thirty grand because they didn't want to argue with him. So you've got... Yeah. You've got once again. You've got the same problem you have with the with the violence. You need scum you know control. Scum control. Right. You know what she's going to do now? What? She's going to work to help get a Republican elected. She's going to do what she can in her sphere of influence to try to make things better in the next election. That's, that's all wonderful. She can at this point, that's wonderful. And uh, when the Democrat welfare army wins could you tell her to give me a call we'll move her down here or by you kevin thank you very much ronald melrose park yes sir how you doing better that you called how are you uh-huh hey guess what i'm i'm an oddity in melrose park <laughs> yes, i'm a you black I'm, yeah. I'm a black republican and a marine corps vet it, there you go and, and son this is something that I'm wondering, well, I know what it is. The media only reports what it wants to. Now, uh, Joe Biden, our illustrious president, said he was opening up the oil reserves. But then he turns around and he puts the oil on the market for sale. At a discount. So how is that helping America? At a discount. <laughs> and, and I'm like, what is this that they won't just process this idiot for the 25th Amendment. Ronald, I, 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 see what I mean, it's because he's insulated by corruption. And the idea that five million, 5 million barrels went to the Communist Chinese Party that is enslaving and murdering its citizens, it, it's almost as offensive. Exactly. It's almost as offensive, Ron, as the government uh -huh. paying off the bribe to Joe Biden and giving an oligarch-run government that was killing its own citizens, called Ukraine, giving them yes, $60 billion. Yes, and, you know, as I'm talking but, to you, but, I'm thinking about where are you disabled from? It says you're a disabled Marine. Were you in war or where did you get? Okay. Oh, here it goes. I was one of those Marines that were affected by the contaminated water in North Carolina, Camp Lejeune. Sure. Yes. And uh, the problem is $5 billion was in the kitty. And I have yet to run into one Marine Corps vet that has received anything now i remember reading this story didn't the marine or the the military itself poison its own water and the families that were living on base everybody was affected by this is that am i getting yes, that right well here's the thing i was there on uh for about three months and i was there for survival training naturally you have to live off the land yeah the brown water is what we were fed that, that's the water source and we were told just to put, don't worry about the smell, just put uh, some iodine tablets in it and call it a day. You know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I got numerous health complications behind things. There's some of it they can't even identify what's the cause of it. But that that's another story for another day. Well, Ronald, I want to thank you I'm for still, calling. And I don't know where in Melrose Park you are. Where are you? Off of Lake Street. You know where I grew up? 24th and Lake where Street. Where you grew up? 24th and Lake Street, right really? on the corner. Yeah. Used to be an auto parts store. I lived right oh, on top so of it. Oh, so you was with the gangbangers hanging out. The they were kings. 
They were afraid of me. But I'll tell you another thing. I actually grew up. I actually grew up, Ronald, with the, who would go on to be the leader of the Latin Kings, who's dead now. And we went to catechism oh, together. My. We went to catechism oh, together. And it was a different world back then. And when my grandfather yes, died, his name was Louis. When my grandfather died, my grandmother refused to move. She lived up there. And I went to him, and I said, and he used to eat by my house when we were kids. And I went into his uh, house where you had to see it. It was like right out of the movies. And I said, Louis, my, my grandfather died. Could you keep an eye on my grandmother? He said, absolutely. My grandmother called me three yeah. days later. She said, I don't understand what the problem is, why everybody doesn't like all these uh, Mexican guys in the neighborhood. They help me with my groceries. They ask me if I need anything. It was a different world back then. Because people yes, had sir. respect for life. Now it's insanity. And I think it's because the IQ, the national IQ, is so stupid. It would put this dementia yes, patient sir. Democrat mafia member as president, Ronald. Thank you very much for the you, call, you brother. Know, Go ahead. No problem. And, and uh, you have a good day now. You too, my friend. Thank you very much. Mary Midway. Oh, hi, Sean. Uh, your uh, previous guest was talking about, yeah, people just can't do it. They're like, I'm, the jury store is saying, I had enough, I'm closing down. Well, talk about a triple whammy. I mean, first they go through lockdown, then they try and work with vaccines and masks and um, minimum wage going up and all this, and they, they get on their feet a little bit. And then basically, oh, all these crime waves that rings get to come in and just trash the place, steal everything, and Basically, the government tells the police to stand down. So yet again, it's, it's, <laughs> got you know, Mary, this is, why, this is why when you look at everything and you step back and you look at all of these issues that you've articulated 80%, of, when you look at all of this, none of this is an accident. This is the strategy. Because I was just going to say, the obstacle, it's almost like, great, now we really finished them off. The obstacle to taking over America was the independent American who mostly was an independent business person or worked for an independent businessman. Government needs to backdoor nationalize the economy. This is how you do it. You make the cost so high that people who would be in business go out of business. And the ones who stay in need your favoritism. And you do it on a multi-front attack. The next one will come down because you're going to see the new 80,000 IRS agents be unleashed not on doing the right thing, but on prosecuting people who speak against the organized syndicate called the Democrat Mafia. Thank you very much, Mary. That's how you destroy a free country built on you, your unalienable rights. you got to figure out how to take them away or make it so expensive you can't afford them. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. You know, I was um, thinking about Ronald's phone call. The atrocities done to the men and women in the Army by the government, by decisions, it's astonishing to me. I listened to this clip last night as I inundate my honey bunny with all clips that I view in all weird hours of the evening. And I, I don't know why I sent it to her, but it fits right into what we were discussing with Ronald. The military, the government, the higher echelon, poisoned the water. They told the guys to, to drink. And what kind of stupidity is that? I mean, aside from the oligarch war in Ukraine where we're arming Nazis. It brings me back to other 
notable decisions. In 1946, the U.S. military set off a nuke underwater to see what would happen, and it went very badly. You see, the Navy was trying to prove that their ships could survive a nuclear explosion, so they lowered the bomb 90 feet in the water and put their ships over it. The LSM-60 was right above the bomb, and it was completely pulverized. Other ships sank right away, and the extreme radiation destroyed any remaining ships. Maybe we should uh, stop allowing morons to run the military and different bureaucracies. What do you mean you're going to see what happens? Ah, Let's see what happens. We'll detonate a nuke. How's that pan out, morons? Idiots. Absolute idiots. And who pays? Your ships. Those aren't your ships. Hey, dummies, those aren't your ships. They're our ships, you idiots. Now we're arming Nazis. The good Nazis, though. Mitchell displains... Mitchell? Uh, Mitchell is no longer there. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. Hey, this is off the subject matter you've been talking about, but I'll tell you what, boy, your subject matter up to this point has been so dead on good. Well, don't jinx me. What do you mean up to this point now? Right away, you throw the wishbone in there. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, hey, put this on a, you know, this creepo. Uh, creamer number three or something like that that shot all these uh, innocent <laughs> no 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 not to be mistaken with the man who who hates uh, who hates sex known as bob creamer who is married to the congresswoman in the uh, from the same area you're talking about creamo the third the moron cross-dresser with the face tattoos raised by an obvious yeah. other morons that's who you're talking about yeah. right yeah not jan Schakowsky's I... husband who is the picture of erectile dysfunction so for a couple of days, they talk about all this stuff. Oh, yeah, the parents say didn't know nothing. Nobody knew nothing, everything like that. And they're saying, wait, man, you're, you're scared and everything. You, you know, you call the police at one time. Then the, the the dad, he goes and he authorizes the the purchase of the guns and everything like that. And then, but here was the key. This is what I want to get to. It, oh, he was going to take the gun. He was going to go shooting paper at the uh, gun range. That was the whole thing. I bet that's the question he needed to ask. How many times did that kid go to any range to shoot at paper or anything like that? Craig, you know what I what I did. What, you know, I don't know what it is. I think I attribute it to my grandfather. I never have conversation with liars. One thing we know about this entire family is that they're liars. I don't really care what their excuses are. I'm more interested in chopping the head off of this kid who shot all these innocent people. I don't want to house this sick son of a dog. I don't care what his problem is or who picked on him. I don't care about any of that. Get him off my planet. That's what I want to do. Let's experiment. You know what we could do? We could give him the experiment known as the COVID virus. Oh, but it's an experiment. Yes, it is. Where's the clip, honey bunny, of the doctor uh, with the COVID experiment? What's that under there? Beautiful. I'll add one provocative statement. We could take it up later. It may shock you or not shock you, or you may say, I already know that, Professor Sachs. But I chaired a commission for the Lancet for two years on COVID. I'm pretty convinced it came out of uh, U.S. lab biotechnology, not out of nature. What? That's a big story. That's what you call a scientist. Now, that's not one that's bribed by the government. That's one who makes sense. You mean a bat didn't kiss a frog, jump on a dolphin, and kiss some freak in San Francisco? It appears that it was created in a lab. You mean like everybody said? For the last two years would explain Fauci's money and the rest of it. And then it would explain so many suspicions of our European, I guess now 
adversaries. Here are the undeniable facts. There are 25 to 30 U.S. funded bio labs in Ukraine. According to the U.S. government, these bio labs are conducting research on dangerous pathogens. Huh? You mean like COVID? You mean like that? Boy, that would get some people mad. Even uh, ones with little baby giraffes that like to drive around on 200 foot yachts like rootin' tootin' Putin would explain so much of what we're facing. And it also explains why a colonel who spoke the truth was ostracized. Why can't we have a better relationship with Russia? He was sabotaged and subverted. Putin realized that. Then I think he waited to see how Biden would respond. And of course, you know that Biden was bragging about how he told uh, Putin that he was a vicious killer and a thug. How proud he was of insulting the man to his face and denigrating him and, and what he's done inside Russia. Now you have every excuse for the entire country to pay off the bribe that Joe Biden and his crack-smoking son got. Starting to make a lot of sense, but in a lab. Notice how nobody talks about COVID anymore. Huh. What are you going to do? And how's it, how's it working? How's, how's the COVID working now that we have three vaccines? We've got this imbecile pretending to be in charge. Let's take a look at today's number, shall we? The compliments of the Drudge Report, uh, three vaccines. COVID cases in the U.S. today, July... Seventh, 106,477. One year ago, 19,994 deaths. 315 today due to COVID and obesity. Last year, 188. Ah, What progress. This is progress. Any more progress or are you filled up? Roger, Southside. Hey, Sean. Uh, Different topics lately. You know, in the primary, JV uh, Hostess or whatever his name is, you know, do you honestly believe that this guy got 860,000 people to vote for him? Yes, I do. Well, okay, I'll, I'll give you this, and then I'll let you talk. Okay, yeah, that we do have, like, this 15, this floating 15 to 20%, like, pure idiots, you know, the people who live in Lakeview and, you know, uh, Bucktown, they actually believe... Well, you know, he kept us safe. And and that's solely why they might have voted for him. You've, you've got I, two prongs. You're forgetting the second well, prong. You're right. You have me. the welfare roaches and the morons. That makes up the base. But you're forgetting the yes. profiteers of that society. The profiteers, the corporatists, the judges, the lawyers, yeah. the you're company right. owners, the organized syndicate unions. They're having the time of their life, brother. They're going to keep this yeah. party going. How do you keep it going? You keep that fat bastard right where he is, destroying our furniture. Yeah. Never I, underestimate think, the uh, mafia, Raj. They got a lot of support, babe. Not just people that depend think, on the sustenance, which those people, those people, ironically enough, that's where we have the best optimism because those people deserve better. They need to figure out better. They're not going to get in on the organized syndicate of the labor. Those yeah, guys are right. already gone, and they'll continue to vote. You could put a tomato can up instead of a fat slob, and the tomato can will be governor. Matt Grayslake. Hey, Sean, how are you? Good, Matt. Well, you were, you were talking earlier about, uh, about the, the nuclear tests and all the, the stupid doo-doo that our, yeah. our DOD has engaged in, in risking the lives of our military people. I'm, I'm one of the guys that got the bad shots uh, during the Desert Storm time frame. And it, it ruined my life, and I, I won't go into that, but it destroyed my immune system. And, and here's an interesting thought, okay? 
Every time you see Lloyd Austin out in public, he's got a mask on, he's got a big plastic face shield. That old man did not get the, the, the COVID shots, and neither did any of the other older flag officers in, no. in the Pentagon, because they all got the bad shots for Desert Storm. And if they were to get these bad shots now, they'd be dead in an instant. It would take five seconds because their immune systems don't work, because they got the same shots that I did. Now, let's talk about those shots. They used, uh, they used uh, squalene MF-59 in them as an adjuvant, which is what excites your immune system when you get a, uh, a, a vaccine. Squalene MF-59, at the time they used it on us, had killed every mammal they tested it on. Let that so, sink in. Yeah. They gave it to 350,000 guys. And now, Sean, here's, here's, how, here's how deep in the pockets of the federal government and, 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 and Western governments as a whole, the, the guys that, and I can't remember who, who produced Squalene. I want to say it was Merck, but I don't want to get sued. What? But it was one of the big, big pharmas. Big they pharma. use it in, in flu vaccines now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's put in all humans. So everybody who went and got these vaccines, that, these, these pretend vaccines, this mRNA crap, if they've gotten a flu shot in the last, say, five years, They've, they have squalene MF-59, which is shark oil. It's, it's like fish oil, and you can drink five gallons of it, and it won't do anything to, it, to you, but once you shoot it into your muscles, it, it, it kills your immune system. So all these people that are going to die from these current yeah. shots, it's not just the current shots. It's all the other shots they've gotten, the flu shots that they get every year, that are, they're stupid enough to go and get those, which it says right in the, in the packaging they don't work. There's no yeah. empirical evidence that flu shots work. Matt, there's only two countries that, so, in which they immunize these big pharma companies from liability, and we're one of them. And the reason is yeah. everything you're articulating. I went along with you, Matt. Please don't be mad at me, because I would love to expound upon the atrocity of just Desert Storm, which, by the way, the guy running for the president of Iraq is the same one that threw the shoes at George Bush, and he's running on America being yeah. the terrorist. You know, I, it's a shame, yeah. Matt, because you went in there because you're a patriot, and once again, brave men controlled by cowards, and the other reason that Lloyd Austin didn't take the vaccine is where would Raytheon send the bribery? Thank you very much. We'll be back. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. No, Cory Bush, the congresswoman. I do believe that... uh, Citizens get the uh, representation they deserve. And uh, when you look at this idiot, Cori Bush, you remember who Cori Bush is, right? She's this idiot. If you think you might commit sexual assault, always carry a whistle. When you find yourself about to commit sexual assault, blow the whistle until someone else stops you. There you go. Now, this thinker is from St. Louis, which apparently is full of morons. And uh, she's got some more ideas for you. I'm also proud to say that the House is ready, ready to advance legislation when we get back to D.C. next month. Can she spell legislation? That would be a great test. I got $100 says Cori Bush can't spell legislation, but she can sure commit it. We repeal the Hyde Amendment. The Senate needs to step up. The Senate must step up to get rid of this racist, draconian, discriminatory policy. Racist? draconian discriminatory policy. And uh, oh, we don't have time. I wanted to play the clip from the baby murderer who founded Planned Parenthood. Sanger! More. 
Tom and Volo, I'm sorry I didn't get to your call. I can't get over how fast this show is. I need you to talk to somebody, Squirrel Hands. We already know we got to vote for president in 2024, me and you. Can you get me another segment? We'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. There is only one economic system that has ever improved the life of the ordinary man. It was given the name capitalism by a Marxist, by a dictator, a demagogue, wannabe dictator. It's not really capitalism, it's propertyism. It's now been bastardized over the last 200 years, the last 100 specifically, into this quasi collectivism called corporatism i want to get it back how do you get it back by going to the principles of propertyism who gets it back the ordinary man small business entrepreneurs that's how you get it back you need to make a climate that expands the opportunity among the ordinary man my next guest lipton matthews has written an article entrepreneurship should be the goal not white collar jobs i'd like to add to that and say not fascistic government gangsterism either lipton thank you for joining me how are you hello sean i'm great and hello to your listeners i appreciate you taking the call in fact you're from quite a distance where are you calling from i'm calling from jamaica in the parish of st andrew in the urban area wonderful wonderful i took my wife there when we were dating and i'm pretty sure that's why we got married it was a wonderful trip and it was a wonderful country however it's been experimenting. It's been really kind of an example of what happens when government gets too involved in business. And uh, don't you think that the, what would change things around for not just Jamaica but for America now is to put the property back into capitalism by small business owners? Sean, I agree with you, and this is an American program, but countries like Jamaica perfectly ex- explain why socialism does not work. America is a rich country. It's the richest country in the world. Jamaica actually needs more free market. And it's quite unfortunate that countries like America and England, these places build great institutions. They talk about freedom and constitutional liberty. Yet in recent years, it appears that they're moving to become more leftist. So first world countries are following the third world, and it's really unfortunate. It is because they're not making the connection. You know, they give it this wonderful name like lipstick on a pig, socialism. And what they hide is the fact that it isn't anything other than cannibalism of economics. How can we show the people exactly the devastation of this government-controlled cannibalism of private sector, of private money, and of citizens? It's quite simple, Sean. Socialism is anti-social. It's not asocial. If you're asocial, that you are indifferent to socializing. But anti-social is a negative adjective. When you're anti-social, you don't respect people and you refuse to allow them to express themselves properly. Perfect example, working from home. If I opt to work from home, 
that should be my business. I sh- should not be forced to peruse a litany of various laws because if I don't do so, I might pay a fine or end up in prison. So capitalism is pro-social. Capitalism encourages people to express their ideas. It promotes autonomy. And this is how we're going to ex- this is how we're going to demonstrate to people that capitalism is superior to socialism because capitalism is so- is sociable. It is it promotes creativity. It's like free speech. Price controls are really attacking free speech. How do entrepreneurs communicate with each other and with the market via prices? Prices convey information. They tell us what work, what will not work, and what's in demand and what might work. So we need people to appreciate that capitalism is inherently social. Yes. You know, Lipton, your perspective is one that I think Americans need to understand. From growing up and from witnessing the fails of collectivism, whether they call it socialism or Marxism, whatever it is, you've lived in its failure. You aspire to go somewhere that embodied the principles of freedom. And to see the decisions that Americans have, have, have made by implementing, you could say voluntarily, the, the, the fails of other nations like socialism. Is it just as sickening as it is for me witnessing my fellow Americans give it away? Or is it even worse knowing that now there is no place that embodies the Enlightenment, embodies the idea of private property, privatism, or even capitalism, as the Marxist calls it? Some years ago, the Swiss had to vote on an option, and they voted to to ensure that salaries of highly paid entrepreneurs, not entrepreneurs, but the salaries of highly paid executives were not capped. So Switzerland has a wealth tax. Various academics explain why the wealth tax is not as instructive in Switzerland in contrast to other places. But Switzerland is one of the places where markets are still respected. We all know the story of Hong Kong. Milton Friedman enjoyed telling people about Hong Kong. He would often say, people vote with their feet. People are lying not to go to Hong Kong and not to China. But we, we see what's happening in Hong Kong. New Zealand is still known for its agricultural system. It's more liberal than other places. But across the world, we're seeing that capitalism is being undermined. And confidence is not being eroded in capitalism because of its performance. It's, it's connected to identity politics and the popularity of decolonization. So people want to decolonize. In other words, their goal is to become anti-Western. So decolonization is not saying teach Immanuel Kant and Confucius. If you are decolonizing, you need to get rid of Western philosophies. And the Western world institutionalized capitalism. Markets are not unique to the West. Africa has a long tradition of markets. Markets were also in Mesopotamia. The late David Landis, before he died, edited a book on the history of markets. I was a big, I'm a big fan of the no, deceased David Landis. But markets yes. are not unusual. Europeans institutionalized markets. They created the stock market, limited liability companies, etc. You dropped but an article. Today, it's fashionable for people to decolonize. So, in order to, in order for you to be woke, you have to be anti. West and who are you going to be anti-West? The West is identified with capitalism, so you have to attack capitalism. When you see um, the problems that America's facing, and you realize that they too are guilty of this 
imperial mindset that they have bastardized the principles of their own currency, of their own money. They have fallen into every policy that has torn down empires since the dawn of man. Haven't we brought on these problems we face by our uh, voluntarily? Sean, when I was a toddler, I got the impression that Americans really loved, really loved their country. But today, I no longer share this view. What do even high school students know about the founding fathers? The founding fathers, for the most part, were against centralization. They did not like political parties. America is a constitutional republic. So laws are, enum are enumerated by the Constitution, and this is how politicians perform and execute their functions. America was never designed to become an imperial power. The founding fathers are critical of empire building. And today, America has deviated from that message. There is little respect for individual autonomy, property rights, or even the Constitution. So Roe v. Wade, people, some people are infuriated that Roe v. Wade was overturned. But it's bad precedent. There's a right to property, and privacy is a benefit of property. And the con privacy, abortion does not cover the benefit of property. Neither is there a right to abortion in the Constitution. So we can always have a debate about abortion being the woman's choice and get into various philosophical issues. But the truth is this. It is not stipulated by the Constitution. So even if you're in favor of abortion, America has a Constitution that was once deemed to be sacred. But today it's no longer fashionable to respect the founding fathers or the Constitution. So I'm wondering what your thoughts are because you know I, I I've read so much of your stuff, but I'm also wondering what your thoughts are when you look at the at the at the step back and look at the 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 multi-level problems we are facing, the attack on 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 small business, the attack on entrepreneurship, but above all, you have a debt issue that we can't even quantify. We say that our national debt is. Thirty trillion. That's 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 a fraction of what it really is when you figure in the unfunded liabilities, and then we hide so much of it in the scheme of 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 backing foreign countries with the threat of militarization. Can we correct this problem, or will the um, the future of liberty, the future of capitalism, the future of property rights, will it come from another country? In your opinion, the future of liberty might come from another country. Today I was reading an article on mindis.org and the writer was saying there's a possibility that the next president of Argentina could be Rothbardian. But these issues have been discussed before. We talk all the time about the Federal Reserve and entitlement reform and whether gold should be the standard currency to back the dollar, etc. But the average American is not interested in these ideas. We need a true grassroots base. The Tea Party, I don't know. The Tea Party was popular at one point. But when I follow American news, I get them the impression that most people are just genuflecting to identity politics. That's all they want to talk about. The climate is changing. The world is going to end tomorrow. Income inequality is a problem. With, with the few exception, exceptions of the men and women who write for publications like Mises, most Americans are not interested in these issues. Lipton, before I let you go, I want to talk about an issue that's not related to the economy, but related to the idea of a, a, a working utopian fascism. 
your country implemented a very strict law when it came to what is our Second Amendment weapon. I am from the sewer of Chicago, which has arguably the strongest gun laws. Illinois is threatening to double down more now that Democrat donors have been the victim of gun violence. The reality is it doesn't work, and it makes more victims. Americans are too stupid to figure this out. Can't they use the examples of countries that have failed in the idea of controlling guns and have only created a victim class like Jamaica? Do you think that maybe they're aware of your history? And why don't you tell my listeners exactly what happened? Yeah, so Jamaica actually created the FLA, the Firearm Licensing Authority, to prevent people from getting guns. But the country has one of the highest, one of the highest crime rates in the world. I believe that today it's around it's at number five. A year ago, it was number one. But the crime is a big issue. We lose over 60 billion Jamaican dollars a year because of crime. And the recently the FLA was implicated in a scandal because the agency that was created to prevent people from from accessing guns were was actually complicit in in the provision of guns to unsavory characters. So gun control does not work. No. Well, Lepton, here's yeah, the good news. Yeah. Now that you and I are friends, when things implode, I'm coming to your house because if I'm going to live under corrupt, socialist, totalitarian fascism, I prefer to do it with a tan. And it's only a matter of time before they clamp down on my beautiful Florida. Lipton Matthews, I so enjoy your writing. I find you at Mises.org. Where can my listeners find you? Are you other places? Yes, yeah, so I have a YouTube channel, Lipton Matthews. So if you go on YouTube and type in Lipton Matthews, my channel will come up. And I also read for Chronicles and Intellectual Takeout, The American Thinker. And I have a few pieces for, Feder- for the Federalist. And my email is low underscore Matthews at yahoo.com. So you can right. share my email with your listeners. I am. And don't mention me on YouTube because I speak of freedom, capitalism, and the American way. So they've kicked me off. So you may not want to put oh, my Oh, you are kicked off. In. I'm kicked off. Well, I wear it as a I badge of honor. Email. What's I got that? an email once, a warning email, but I'm still on YouTube. All right, very good. Well, listen, you let me know because you come on over to Rumble. All are welcome there, especially those that speak freedom and Americanism. Lipton Matthews, I love your stuff. Please keep it up and join me again. All right, bye, thanks. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. The attack on freedom on private property is astonishing coming out of this corrupt political whores administration. I don't think it's really him. I think he's about, I don't know, about Five cans short of a six-pack, this stupid son of a dog. However, one thing I recognize is his cabinet. You all remember Bobby Boucher? Mm-hmm. He had that short bus strength, the water boy. He's got a cousin named Heather. She's just as stupid, not as strong. And you and I have had this conversation before. It sometimes makes it sound like something nefarious is happening in certain places. The president over the weekend said this. My message to the companies running gas stations and setting prices at the pump is simple. This is a time of war and global peril. Bring down the price you are charging at the pump to reflect the cost you're paying for the product and do it now. Jeff Bezos 
came out and tweeted the following. I'm sure you read it. Inflation is far too important a problem for the White House to keep making statements like this. It's either straight-ahead misdirection or a deep misunderstanding of basic market dynamics. I'm not going to accuse you of the latter. I want to talk about the former. Where's that messaging coming from? The president has made clear that his number one goal is delivering for the American people. We are in a time of crisis. We are in a time of war where, where the president and our allies, we are supporting the Ukrainian people. Congress is engaged in this. No, 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 no. I'll let you get away with the other stupid lies. You're not supporting Ukrainian people. You're supporting the corrupt, civil war in, invested Ukrainian oligarch run government. If you were supporting Ukrainian people, you would have been speaking up for the last eight years when the Ukrainian government was killing Ukrainian people. But you want everybody to believe history started yesterday. Because after all, that's the only way you could believe you're doing anything other than profiteering off of bad economic policies like Jennifer Granholm, who was a heavy investor in the boondoggle green mafia. We are pursuing these very ambitious goals, most ambitious in history, which is to reduce our CO2 emissions by, in half by 2030, 100% clean electricity by 2035. There's no such thing, you whore. Political. No such thing. Oh, she's not pretty enough to be a regular one. But what she is is a profiteer of inside trading. That's Jennifer Granholm, another part of the corrupt Biden administration, who's a multi-multi-millionaire on your failing on the economy failing, but on government policy enriching the boondoggle of green energy. I am so excited. I did an inter interview today with Dr. Jerome Corsi. I highly, highly recommend. Honey Bunny, when will that be uh, on the site? Tomorrow? Or will it be on there tonight? All right, it'll be on there. We'll work to get that on there tomorrow. It's very, very interesting. Because of this lie, of this scandal, of this corruption, how you are being destroyed economically. And uh, there is no justification other than corruption and profiteering off bad policies. Isn't that right, Boucher? Both sides of the aisle to say this is an important priority. And one of the consequences is this high price of oil because of global trends. But you and, didn't answer his important and, and, question. Everyone, Heather, everyone in the nation wants to know the answer to the question Mr. Farrell just asked you, which is who is advising the president on shockingly naive price theory over a gallon of gas? So the president is not shockingly naive. Oh, but I think he is. And who is he always in trouble with? Suppose I'm going to do this. They told me not to. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to tell a story. I went over to see Pope John, excuse me, Pope Benedict. Yeah. yeah. Uh, For all you know, it was Beelzebub. Who's he always in trouble with? Who's he always in trouble with? The army, the mafia, these profiteers of corrupt policies. That's who. They have very little to actually run on except the lies they continue to tell, the divisions they continue to stoke. How much longer are we going to put up with the stupidity they continue to represent? When this bill was moving through Congress, Republicans called it, called these pensions, quote, rat holes. I call those who get them rats. I'm silly that way. And I refuse to believe the nonsense, the nonsense. But I will almost admire the boldness in your corruption. Dr. Van Doren, Mr. Theodoro, have either of your think tanks hired um, 
outside expertise to review the algorithm used by FEMA to set these new rates? Have either of you done that? We have not. No. We why not? I have read the... Uh, I mean, I mean the, why not? Ha, ha, how do you know they're accurate? You don't know they're accurate well, because FEMA won't show them to you. Who owns the algorithm? Does Middleman own it or does, the, does FEMA own it? You're both experts. Do you know? I would say it's... It's the NFIP. Do you know that for a fact? I do not know that for a and fact. And you don't know that for a fact because FEMA won't share this algorithm with anybody. They tell you if, if we show it to you, we got to kill you. They won't even show it to Congress. But yet we're supposed to place blind trust in the federal government. What could possibly go wrong? Everything. And what he's talking about controls the cost of every single thing from mortgages to insurance to the future itself, led by the most corrupt people on this planet, in this government, called Democrats. You want to know how it's going to end? Very similar to this. In 1946, the U.S. military set off a nuke underwater to see what would happen. and it- What could go wrong, you idiots? 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. You know, when I was on Twitter, Wojohowicz, the actor, his name escapes me right now, his real name, he followed me on Twitter. I loved it. With, you know, private message. I miss Twitter a little bit. I do, but I, uh, I recognize what Twitter is. Propaganda machine. By the way, that deal with Elon Musk, has it gone through, Squirrel? I don't think it has, which would make which would make me right when he backs out after using it to disclose the corruption and manipulation in Twitter, which is what the Democrats do. That's how we got to this place. Propaganda. I'm listening to Nikki Whaley on the news. They're going to fix the economy, how? By bankrupting people that are living on credit card debt, that have taken advantage of Loans that had a much better term prior and fluctuate now through a variety of different short-term loans. They're going to bring back 1975, I want to say recession, but that's not a big enough word. It's a quasi-depression. They're going to fix things by bankrupting your ass. Ooh, thanks for the help, you idiots. What do you think it's going to do to housing? You want to take a look at the delinquencies now in mortgages? Take a look in your area. You can find out what it is. Punch in your address, do mortgage delinquencies on the evil Google, and see what comes up, let alone just the, the debt that citizens are carrying. You are going to induce a depression in the name of fixing inflation, which you idiots started with your mindless corruption, open and notorious, and you don't pay a lick of it. Half of these scoundrels have expense accounts. They never bought gas in their life. That $2 rat AOC... Hasn't paid her taxes in five years. Are you kidding me? These are the same scoundrels that don't want to pay for the tuition they agreed to. Scum of the earth destroying good people. Same story told everywhere, only this time it's undeniable. Dave in Libertyville. Hey, Sean. Mick Scale was uh, Wojohowicz. That's it. Was that his name, Gail? Following you, dude. I loved him. Yeah. You remember in this? You remember him in Barney Miller? I loved him. I loved oh, him. Oh, I that, loved that. The Marine Corps guy. That, so. You know, when he found me, I said, "Oh, I'm honored." He said, "I find your your tweets provocative and thought inducing." I was like, oh, "I love this guy." But go ahead. Uh, you know, getting back to the, you know, let's see what happens when we blow off a nuke under a ship. 
They're, they blow off nukes in the desert, and they go, well, you know, it's 200 miles from people, so it's okay. Don't, it's that's not going to blow around the earth. Dave, the average car you know, in America it, it, is 11 years old. Their answer to high gas prices is to make all people who can barely afford the car that they paid for 10 years ago, six years ago, to buy these $70,000 electric cars. At the same time, they're telling you things are so bad, they're arming Ukrainian Nazis to blow up Russian fuel depots and chemical plants. Yet they care about the environment? I mean, it's in the same sentence. You need to change your life. Let's give the Ukrainian Azov Battalion more weapons. I'm so sick of these lying bastards. Just sick of it. Sick of the stupidity. Sick of letting the, the most corrupt, the dumbest idiots pretend to be leaders as they put the uh, the, the medals on the, on, the, on the warriors backwards. Unbelievable, they're, Dave. The, they're the biggest polluters and they're the biggest wasters of energy, and they tell us how to run our lives. Man, this whole just, I know where I know where the hose goes for the enema. It's Washington D.C. Rich Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, another great show. Thank you. Listen, I have a question for you. Has Biden ever uh, told the truth about anything? Let's take a All look at it. Is, Let's take a look at it. The answer is you... no. I mean, really, when did he tell the truth? When did he tell the truth? He oh, pretended to be poor. That's exactly what I'm saying. He pretended to be that's poor. exactly what I'm saying. Since 1982, he lived in a DuPont mansion. He pretended to take Amtrak. He had his own private arrangement as he continued to front-run government money to Amtrak. His son at 21, before he developed his, uh, his palate for crack, sat on the board as a 21-year-old. He's been nothing but a pay-to-play no, Democrat scumbag his whole fracking existence. He doesn't take responsibility for anything. He doesn't take responsibility for anything. He wants to blame everybody else for what he got us into. Yeah. He's the one and, that's the cause of everything that happened. And he never country, told right? me which whore daughter-in-law was at this event today. Is it the one that got the diamond from the Chinese corrupt mafia member that was given to Hunter, the, the, the three-carat diamond? Or was it the widow of your son that dated your crackhead son? Which whore daughter-in-law was it? And by the way, my son Hunter and daughter-in-law are here. Very vague. I want some specificity out of that union frontman scumbag Irish gypsy. Robert in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, how are you? I'm a little aggravated. How are you? Oh, fine. You just remember, you know, did you hear that Biden says that basically the gas companies, that like uh, BP and all that, should lower the prices personally. Yeah, I just down. played Bobby Boucher. They don't realize car. that it, it's a, the subsidiaries that give them the gas from, from, from Europe and... What is this guy talking about? They make their money at these little gas stations on gloves and candy. What do you think? He doesn't explain to the, to the idiots that vote for him that the oil companies, those big evil oil companies, make the least amount of money from their very product, that the government makes far more when you factor in local, state, and federal government than any oil yeah. company on the same yeah. product. So yeah. he's a lying scumbag supported by moron lying scumbags known as the Democrat base. And it does explain so much of what they have to utter out of their pie holes. We must, we must really discuss this. The use of federal lands for services. Services, what kind of services? 
You mean abortion? I think she does. Who uh, started that? The funny thing about Cori Bush isn't that she's an absolute moron, but that she happens to be somebody who's promoting the ideology of a very well-known racist who spoke in front of the Ku Klux Klan. I wonder if Democrats can figure that out. Her name, Margaret Sanger. Very rare to hear this piece of dung, may she burn in hell for a thousand millenniums, speak. Do you believe in sin? When I say believe, I don't mean believe in committing sin. Do you believe there is such a thing as, a, as sin? Well, I think the greatest sin in the world is bringing children into the world that have disease from their parents, that have no... She means race. She means minority. She means black people. That's Margaret Sanger, racist, extraordinaire, and the one who has perpetrated the greatest sin on the world, baby murder. No chance in the world to be a human being, practically. Delinquents, prisoners, all sorts of things just mark when they're born. That, to mark. me, is the greatest sin that people can, can commit. But sin in the ordinary sense that we regard it, do you believe or do you not believe? Well, what? What would they be? Do you believe that infidelity is a sin? Well, I don't, I'm not going to specify what I think is sin. I've stated what I think is the worst sin. Worst sin is bringing babies into the world. Does explain why she's supported by such intellects. If you think you might commit sexual assault, always carry a whistle. When three one two six four two fifty six hundred, idiot. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM five sixty. The answer. AM five sixty. The answer. Sounds like my car. This is the kind of music I play in the car. When I'm not playing Sammy Davis Jr. I love that son of a gun. So I'm going to make Honey Bunny happy. She gave me a clip two days ago, right, Honey Bunny? Two days ago? Was it really that long ago? More than two days ago. And when I heard it, I thought it was a clip from the 70s because, you know, Joe Biden has been a traitor to Americanism since the 70s. Joe Biden has been a punchline, walking joke, moron, corrupt union bagman. Since what, 72? And uh, when I, he, I heard this, I said, this must be from the 70s, when in order to get a DUI, you had to run into a policeman. Turns out it's from just a few days ago. You only arrest for the purpose of dealing with a felony that's committed, and I don't count drunk driving as a felony. Is that because your whole family is inhabited by drunks and your brother killed a bicyclist in, in California? Is that why uh, Democrats don't know about that either? You don't know, do you know about that, Squirrel? His brother in a, in a Jaguar, rented Jaguar, killed a guy, then lied and said another guy was driving. So the kids of the guy he killed sued him, won a judgment, and the brother fled the country, never paid the debt. That's the kind of scum that's in charge of things. Huh, explains a lot. Beth and Joliet. Hi, Sean. I just want to let you know Barney Miller's on every night on Antenna TV. It's a great show. On Antenna TV. Barney Miller, yeah. every night. Boom, ba, ba, boom. Right after Johnny Carson. <laughs> oh, that's how you end the night. You can't watch this nonsense today. Johnny Carson, if you added up all these idiots on TV, was a thousand times better than him. Thank you very much. Oh, my Beth. God, he's fantastic. And Have a great TV. night. All right, you too. And then I like Yamana. Yamana with the bad coffee. Oh, that's good stuff. Barney Miller. That's when people knew what right and wrong was. And now I have to hear it from TV celebrities who... Uh, are embarrassing people in charge of our actual economy, like the guy from Shark Tank 
He's known uh, as Mr. Wonderful, Kevin O'Leary. And the midterms, only 90 days away, actually, we will decide on a proxy whether this policy by this administration is being supported by the people or not. I have my own opinion. I think it's going to be a brutal midterm. Every incumbent loses seats. This is going to be a force of nature that's going to happen, I believe. And it will show you that we bent our attempt to change capitalism too far. And it's going to be straightened out at the midterm. And that is how America works, like it or not. Kevin, I love you. You're one of the rare Irish guys I like. There's no question about it. But you're way too trusting because the mafia of the Democrat Party has an ace in the hole. Oh, they do. And it's called fraud. All right, let's talk about uh, being sued for our voter uh, ID law. Uh, Where do you think that's going? Well, we'll see in court. Mr. President, I mean, you've got to be kidding me. Everybody knows that you have to present voter ID. You have to be a citizen. You have to be a resident. And you should be alive on the day that you vote. Not in these Democrat sewers. No, 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 no. In fact, they're in control of information as the media wants you to focus on January 6th. I'd like to focus on November. I'd like to focus on the greatest theft in American history. The greatest fraud perpetrated on Americans, and I don't just mean the idea of fossil fuels. I'm talking the idea that this idiot, scarecrow, corrupt Irish rat won anything. I don't think he did. Lee, Bridgeport. Hey, Sean. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'd like to just go into a little further detail about the lies that Biden's told. He lied about how his wife was killed. He lied about his college. He lied about everything that he's ever done in his life. He's beyond a scumbag. He should be in prison with his scumbag kids. Read the laptop from the help book, everybody. Love it, Lee. And I also like the fact that they all own ocean side estates, pretending that climate change is our biggest problem, rather than their open and notorious corruption, calling themselves Democrats. It should be a dirty word. It's equivalent of traitor. I'll be back in 21 hours after Barney Miller. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.